0: Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus
1: up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fink. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, and this episode is brought to you by Station Casinos STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. This show's lineup is pretty incredible. I've been doing a bunch of interviews around town, so I figured it's time to deliver them to everybody out there listening where you listen on VegasNation.com. You can also subscribe everywhere that you were on right now. Make sure to hit that button, leave us a review, let me know what you think about the show, and check out all of our other shows on VegasNation.com. I'm going to bring you some sounds today from the introduction of the newest member of Raider Nation, the President Sandra Douglas Morgan. She was introduced to Raider Nation July 7th, and I was able to get interviews with Mark Davis as well as Max Crosby on that day. So let's go ahead and start up things here on the show by listening to some of the best of sounds from her introduction, Sandra Douglas Morgan, the new president of the Raiders. It's my honor to be here today as the newest
2: member of the Raiders family. As I shared with the team earlier today, I was raised in Las Vegas and have truly witnessed this city ascend to one of the sports capitals of the world, um, visited by millions across the globe. And it is an honor of a lifetime to serve as the president of this organization. The Raiders, are, or the Raiders organization has actually brought $2.29 billion in economic impact of visitors for events in, La- in Allegiant Stadium. And the estimated impact of the Super Bowl in 2024 is estimated to be in the billions as well. We have so much more to do, and I'm excited to be at the helm of that growth and look forward to ushering in the new chapter for the Raiders. I have been the first in, in other positions that I've held, whether it be city attorney or the gaming control board. I definitely never want to be the last, and I went to get to a point, obviously, where there is no, no more first. Um, but as I kind of mentioned in my comments, you know, the the impact that this has, has is not lost on me. If I definitely would tip my hat to all of the former, not former, prior women that were leaders and visionaries, and if I could be an inspiration or help or open doors for any other woman and girl out there, then um, that's... That's an incredible accomplishment for me. So the importance and effect of it is not lost on me, and I know that sports is a male-dominated industry, just as gaming was. And you know we need to continue to break down these barriers. So I'm I'm happy to be here, and again thankful for the opportunity.
1: Now let's hear from Mark Davis in his own words about why Sandra Douglas Morgan was the right fit for this team.
2: How did you latch on to to Sandra?
3: What was it that?
1: Well, again,
3: she you know she was recommended by several people. And then uh, you know we we like I say it was an exhaustive surge of talking to a lot of qualified candidates, but every time it just she seemed to rise to the top all the time, on just the things that were key, key keenly important to me. And that's again the culture of the organization has been talked about outside the organization as you know taking some hits, and uh, I think what we had done is gotten into a situation where we were getting to be more corporate in the in the in the organization, whereas a title was more important important than the person that was wearing the title. So that it got to the point where people could be replaceable. You know, we can get an SVP for this anywhere. And that's never been what the Raider organization has been about. It's always been about the people first and family. And uh, Sandra understands that. And she understands that it's the people first. And and that's the kind of culture we're going to build where she's looking forward to meeting with everybody in the organization one on one to get to know them and get their feedback and everything else, and start building that family culture again.
4: Is that how you define the culture Do you want movie? Oh,
3: absolutely, and it always has been. And you know, we had that with uh, Mark Bedain and coming down to Las Vegas, but I gotta say there's mitigating circumstances on why we lost that. And the uh, the COVID virus really did affect our move because we had a lot of momentum coming down to Las Vegas, and, but the, the, we, the building wasn't finished yet, And then COVID happened. So half the people were still up in the Bay Area. Half the people were down here but couldn't go into the office. And then even the beginning of last year, it was still social distancing. So nobody really got to know each other until near the end of last season. And so we never really got to start the Las Vegas Raiders with a culture that had momentum. And so today, I believe we have that start now.
0: Would that be maybe a a one of maybe a couple reasons why
3: those, those executives have left, those others? Um, I, I don't know that. I can't. I, I really don't want to comment on why or how. I would ask them if you want to know why or how. But uh, again, for me, it's just that the culture of this organization is so important. It was uh, since the, uh, the the articles that came out, not only in the uh, New York Times but the R. R J., which kind of copied whatever they were saying about take those very seriously. And so we did an investigation into all of those things. And we listened to the to the people that work in the organization. And I believe we've started to make those changes that are necessary to get the culture back to where we all feel we can be
4: positive. And she's the person you obviously think can do that. Oh, there's no
3: question, no question in my mind. No question in my mind.
5: I know it's not the most important factor, but the organization's always been the forefront of
0: breaking ground. This is a historical moment right now, first black woman to be an NFL president. How, how big is that for you and the organization? Well,
3: again, I, I would say on the criteria list, very low. Right. Um, she was hired because she's the best person for the job at this time. There's absolutely no question about that. The historic part hasn't been lost on me, but that was not the, the reason for it. For sure. How, what juncture of this process did she begin to really crystallize as the, the ideal candidate the one that you wanted to Well, when she stopped saying no, <laughs> that, was, that was the turning point. And then, uh, you know, I, I, had, I had looked at her, you know, we have the uh, leadership academy that's going in next door to the, uh, the Raiders facility. And I really thought at that point in time that she could be a really great leader of that organization, but that's not where she wanted to go. So then I'm trying to think, okay, well, where does she want to go? Because once I met with her and all, I knew that she was somebody I wanted part of our organization.
2: When did you meet with her the first time?
3: Oh boy. Well, we started talking probably a year and a half ago. And, uh, you know, I've talked to a lot, a lot of people about her Um, and uh, everybody's positive. Mark, less than a month away from one of your favorite Raiders of all times and a guy that I just love, Cliff Branch, going in the Hall of Fame. I know this is uh, you know, a different place again, but how special is that for you, even though it's posthumously, with somebody you were very close to? Yeah, Cliff, Cliff is my best friend. Um, we spend a lot of time together. He was a champion on and off the field. Um, I, I brought up a story yesterday. I was doing an interview for the uh, Hall of Fame, actually on Cliff. And uh, in October, October 1, we had the uh, tragedy here. Uh, 91. And eight days later, Cliff lived in Santa Rosa and they had the Tubbs fire up there. His house burnt to the ground. One of his cars melted. The only thing Cliff left that house with was his three Super Bowl rings and, his, and a car to get out of there. He lost all his memorabilia. He lost everything that was dear to him. But nine days later, he was here in Las Vegas. For the opening of the of the Golden Knights first game was there for that and then he and I went to see Jose Campos who is the security guard who was in MG in Mandalay Bay that night uh, surrounded by FBI all of those things but he came down to meet with that young man and to help bring comfort and everything else to the Las Vegas community that's the kind of guy Cliff was off the field and like I say, he's still my best friend and the guy's going he's to get tears out of me again now because I think about it and I'm just so proud of him and I'm just really, I really, thank you for asking that question because it is very, very important to me that Cliff Branch is recognized.
4: Kind of outside here although she's been here for 40 years, so I don't know how outside she is. But do owners evolve? Thanks a
3: lot. Well, you know, I'm, I've only been an owner for 10 years, 11 years. So yeah, I, I'm evolving, I'm learning every day. Right. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't a conscious effort to go outside the organization. For either. It, for oh. either. Okay,
4: that's right. It, for yeah, either. W- right.
3: It was more to get the best person possible for the job. Right. That's always what it is with the Raider organization. That's how I grew up. D- that's our DNA. D- diversity is our DNA. And we're always looking for the best. Whether, you know, depending, whatever, whoever and however you are, if you can do the job the best, if you can help bring the Raider nation to where we belong and need to get back to, that's who we're looking for to be part of it.
4: Mark, you, you talked about having you had 10 months of conversations, yeah. knowing her for a while. Was there like a moment where you said, oh yeah, this is, this is the, the person I want to work
3: with? Well, I think the first time that I met with her and had dinner with her, I, I knew right then and there that it's somebody that I want in our organization. It's very similar to what happened with uh, 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 Becky Hammond. Um, when we bought right. Becky in for the uh, alumni association thing and I met her that night, I said, holy crap, she would be fantastic to have with this organization. And it's the same thing when I met Sandra. I mean, nobody had spoken a disparaging word about her, but to meet her and sit down and have dinner with her and just get to know her, and obviously getting to know her family is just one wonderful family. Her mom is just so cool. Her, you can't her,
4: one person say anything back.
3: No, like not one person. And, and you know, that's hard to do because she was on the gaming control board <laughs> and she had to deal with every one of those buildings outside this room and she was tough enough, tough enough to do it. Yet do it in a way that they thought that they were best friends, right. and uh, I just really believe that that's something that uh, ability that she has that's unique in, in, in her way.
5: How difficult is it to go through a process like this and try to keep everything under wraps and not let? It's impossible. Right. right. No, it's
3: impossible. It really is, mm-hmm. and it's tough because you don't you don't want to disparage the people that didn't get the job. So that's even one of the harder parts when people start talking about did you interview this or did you that. I'd rather that person say that they interviewed than me say that I interviewed them because then it's why didn't they get the job or why didn't you get the job or those kind of things. So that's really a tough, tough situation.
1: Lastly, defensive end Max Crosby stepped in to talk a little bit about the hire, Sandra Douglas Morgan. And we also talked a little bit after that about some of the things to expect coming up here in the season and what he knows about Rocky
5: At the end of the day, we're, we're, we're a big family. You know, Mark talks about it all the time, you know, just being... Um, a big family and that's that's number one um, we need everybody in the building to be on the same page can't be um, you know separate it can't be everything separated you know every, at the end of the day we're all trying to you know take this organization to the next level um, and the Davis family's done that for years and years so um, we're just trying to you know, keep going
1: you might have been asked what impressed you most about her when she talked
5: to you uh, she mentioned. Um just she's confident you can you can tell from the second i met her um and she's just a good person she knows she's the right person for the job um you know obviously mr davis knows more about the whole process but um yeah you know she's she's been awesome and um we're glad we're glad she's here what does it mean to be a part of an organization that continuously makes history with a historic hire like this yeah you know for me i since the day i got here you know i fell in love with the family environment um everybody here um is truly here for each other um and that's what it's all about you want to show up to work and and trust the person that's next to you from teammates to coaches to the president things like that you know and they just do a great job of implementing everyone together and um, creating a family environment what, what do you know about him? What do you learn about him yeah so um i actually was in phoenix with him uh getting ready for the combine um so i've known him for years now and um uh, yeah you know There's obviously, when you have a guy like Devontae, the best in the business, they're going to talk about Devontae, and a guy like Chandler who's the best. It's like, you know, you forget about some of the guys, but Rock is, you know, he lets his play do the talking. Um, He doesn't have to say much, but ever since I met him, even back then in 2019, he was one of the hardest working dudes in the gym. So um, we've kept the relationship, and obviously when he got signed, I called him right away and was fired up. You know, he's a a great teammate. and I've been seeing him in there every day, yeah. so um, I'm fired up to have him, have him in the, you know, as one of our new DBs. So, like, he, sounds like he's kind of quiet. It's like, is, it, is he, is he let loose at all? Is it like? Is no, he... for sure. He's got, he's got personality too. He's okay. more, he's, he's quiet too at the same time. So yeah, he's a great dude. You know, he's just a great dude. He's loyal. Um, And he's he's been a great teammate so far, so you know I'm fired up to suit up with him.
1: I know you can't give away details, but what's it been like learning the system of Patrick Graham?
5: It's been great. You know, obviously learning a lot um, real fast. has been, you know, there's been challenges to it, but it's been awesome. You know, he's, he's done a great job of teaching us, um, and everybody's embraced the process, so we're fired up for, you know, camp to start.
1: Can you just tell me really quick what it's like for you to uh, be here today with the new president hiring?
5: You know, it's incredible. You know, just it's an honor to be invited here. Um, obviously, having a new president is a big deal, and uh, I think she's, she's going to do a great job, so we're fired up to have her part of the Raider family.
1: Here we're going to take a quick break, but when I come back, Guy Fieri is going to join me. He spoke from his event honoring heroes that took place at the Caesars Forum. So stay tuned right here on the Takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast.
5: Locals know, the STN Sports app is the
0: most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.
1: Nighty Fang here with Guy Fieri. Thank you so much for coming to Las Vegas and bringing this wonderful cause to light. I know you're a giant Raiders fan. You Raider Nation, baby. UNLV as well. Exactly. Uh, just, What have you thought about Las Vegas becoming the sports town?
0: Oh, I'm beyond excited. You know, I'm Raider Nation, have been since I was a little kid. Of course, a huge Run and Rebel fan, graduating from UNLV in 90. I'm there for the NCAA win. Vegas has always been a sports-centric place. and A lot of times people saw that for the gaming, but you'd come here boxing. I mean, this was the epicenter of the, of the great boxing uh, fights of, of the world. Now UFC, Dana's done an amazing job here. Mm-hmm. This is a destination. It used to be that you'd come to Vegas to gamble, and it still is, but now it's about the food, it's about the entertainment, and now the next step is the sports, and oh, we're crushing it, especially the Raiders' stadium. Yeah. Come on. I know you've
1: been to the Death Star, I've seen you there, uh, to so, the Death Star, <laughs> right. uh, you know, when you, you think about the Raiders, well, how much outreach they do in the community, how much do you feel like your cause is kind of aligned like with things that they do as well, like have you talked, I've reached out to them about coming out today for the Heroes event at all?
0: Well, um, Mark is amazing, you know, and, and when he was up in Northern California where I live, um, He's just, that's his attitude and his energy. His dad was the same way. Uh, Marcel Reese, who's a former Raider player, who's involved in operations, big philanthropist. So. It's, you know what I think it is, is I think Vegas gets recognized for being the glitz and the glamour and all the sensation, but in the reality of it there's a real strong backbone of community and taking care of people and helping and these casinos uh, do great and they also give great. Anthony Carano, our president of Caesars, is just one of the neatest guys in the world. It took maybe two minutes of conversation to pull off an event for a thousand people and I just think that you, I think you find the common space with people and those are the ones that you align with and those are the ones you stick with.
1: A couple more for you. This is exactly where they had the NFL draft. Had you imagine in all of the years that you lived here in Las Vegas that this would become the stage for the NFL draft? Well, <laughs> I
0: no, I do believe it should be the stage for the NFL draft. I think it should be the stage for a lot of things. I can't wait till we have the Super Bowl here. But it's these, uh, this facility that Caesars has built is unbelievable. I mean, this is the top-notch. I've worked in banquets and, and, and worked in all these, a lot of these hotels when I was in college. This place is, is dynamite. They've got all the facets. They've got all the facilities. They've got everything that you need to pull it off. I mean, look at multiple stations, a thousand people comfortably sat, um, great, you know, great acoustics, uh, great sound, great lighting, the whole thing. Everybody, should, when they walk in, should feel like the, well, what we want them to feel. This is their day.
1: And just lastly, new regime over at the Raiders. Uh, how do you feel about that? What's your outlook for the season?
0: Hey. We are continuing to grow. There's a lot of, we've been through some bumps and uh, we've been through some bumps and bruises. But if you're a true Raider fan, if you have that commitment to excellence, you are excited to see what's happening in the future. And I think this is going to be a dynamite chapter.
1: You know, I said last question, but I got to get this in. Okay, what's more. on the menu today? What's on one, the menu well, today? Well,
0: I'll tell you what the key is on the menu it's barbecue. So I'm a big barbecue Ooh. fan. You know, barbecue makes you happy, yes. right? It just makes you smile. You can't say, hey, what did you have? We had barbecue, barbecue. You make, you think, and it's summertime right now. We definitely know summertime in vegas um so we're in in we're in conditioned space nice and cool but the key is i had to bring the trash can nachos yes so guys vegas yes. you know over there at the link uh we're known for our trash can nachos and over at burro baracho um, so we brought that and great sponsors jumping in we've got some of our you know we've got four kegs pizza showed up and john mole's meats and uh, louisiana kitchen and forte i mean everybody's jumped in to help us all our triple d places so they're gonna have a blast great cocktails great music great the raffle items i mean the concert tickets that i just looked at i'm like do i am i in the raffle
1: oh yeah what are the concert tickets great ones okay i'll have to go look. live nation <laughs> live nation hook i was all at right, the black keys right.
0: i was at black keys the other uh-huh, night and uh-huh. we met all those folks and we started you know when we start telling and this is what i want to say to everybody the need for support for our first responders and our military is every day not just today Okay, this just happens to be a special day where a 1,000 are coming together, but there's such a need. There's so many different organizations that support veterans, and there's a lot of veteran issues that go on, but in all different facets. So let's not just make it one day, let's make it every day that we recognize our first responders and our vets. So contribute if you can.
1: Thank you very much for your time. You got it. it.
0: So, yeah, we've got a new project that's coming. And this relationship that we have with Caesars Entertainment has been phenomenal. I mean, Anthony Carano, the whole group is just, I mean, they're firing on all cylinders. And we've done a lot of, we're doing a lot of projects with them. We have projects in North Carolina. We've opened all over the country. And they came and said, hey, listen, we know that we have the link and we we do it. We crush over there. They said, what do you think about doing like a food sports book themed event? um in Bally's horseshoe I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it might become who knows but it's going to be awesome. it's going to be exciting um, a different menu than we do over at uh, at the uh, guy's kitchen and bar but it's going to be a great place okay, there are any sneak peeks of the menu or anything like that I'll be right there you guys. <laughs> So one of my favorite things to do is when we build new restaurants and we put on new and and we get new projects is to really push my team. And I've got an amazing team of chefs that we all collaborate together. We're kind of like a band. And we're writing things and creating things and you're gonna see some stuff you've never seen on any of our other menus. Um, But it'll be exciting. Because listen, this is a big offering. It's a big opportunity and sports betting and sports you know in the in what you know getting involved in it we need to set the atmosphere atmosphere for it we're going to do that with the food and with the drink it'll be it'll be a good time
2: That's awesome. and why do you want to have such a strong presence in Vegas specifically and why do you want to get back to the city
0: so it's. Uh, i'll tell you it goes really long and deep i came to las vegas when i was 19 years old um, to go to UNLV and i had the greatest time there, and so much so that my oldest son, Hunter, uh, attended UNLV and graduated. The school is great. The community supporting the school is great. It is the epicenter of food and entertainment. Okay, This is where everybody comes to have their great experience, and, and especially in the food now. It wasn't always about the food, like when I was in college, but I've got great friends here. I've got great family here. I've got my fraternity here. I've got my, my partnerships here. But to think that I would have ever come back to Las Vegas and had a chance to have my own restaurants on the Strip and then have a chance to partner with people that I could put on an event, because I've always been a huge patriot, that I could help and work together with a team to put on an event to recognize veterans and first responders, I mean, this is, it's like my birthday.
2: Could you just tell us a little bit about your experience at UNLV, just any memories that stood out to you, anything that really stuck with you?
0: Yeah, UNLV, the great thing about it is the school, especially for the School of Hospitality, the influx, the support from that all the money that was given, and all the industry professionals that participate in it. That's one of the greatest things that I ever got to, that was probably one of the biggest pieces. Um, It's a big, small school. It's a really big school, you know, recognized around the world, but you get real intimate one-on-one connection with your teachers and with your deans. Uh, Dean Stowe is uh, uh, probably one of the neatest guys in the world. He knows almost, I, mean, I think I've walked through the halls with him, knows every kid's name. And so that kind of plays that's why i want to send my, my son hunter here and matter of fact my son ryder there's a little dabble you know, there's conversation ryder's a huge basketball fan uh and i was here of course in the heyday of uh, of the running rebels and uh and winning the ncaa but there's just so many pieces to it you know i think that vegas is a i think it's a great community i think there's a lot of it just continues to blossom there's so many small communities inside of the larger city i, I think if you can't find and make it work here you're not looking You know, this is really this is an amazing place to come to. And and I come back as often as I can. And I'm uh, like, like I said, today is a real special day.
1: That was the full interview there with celebrity chef Guy Fieri. Also huge, huge, huge Raider fan. So glad everybody tuned in on that. Now, lastly, I'm going to leave you with someone who's not a Raider. Riley Smith from the Vegas Golden Knights joined me to talk about the charity softball game that they put on. This is the third time that they'll have it. The Raiders right now are 2-0. This is called the Battle for Vegas. Riley Smith is the coordinator and host of the event. The Raiders joined in. He explains to me how that happened, the partnership between them and the Golden Knights for this charity event that's huge throughout town. Right now, the Raiders still hold on to the bragging rights, but Riley Smith has managed to put this event together that uh, has been hosted at the Las Vegas Ballpark. It will be on July 18th and in the past two games and over time they've raised over $350,000 for charities so they're hoping to match that again this year but Riley Smith's also hoping to get some bragging rights back for the Vegas Golden Knights so let's hear him here answer what his hopes are for this coming Battle for Vegas. This is the third opportunity that the Knights will get to finally beat the Raiders (laughs) will this be the year
4: (laughs) it's gotta be the year we can't go zero and three so we're excited for the challenge um obviously the the competition side of it is a lot of fun and a lot of fun for the fans um but i think you know the biggest winner is obviously giving back to community and uh having the having the chance to to really be able to um give back and help financially support some of these children's charities is is the most important goal here
1: this uh actual event has brought in hundreds of thousands of dollars. Where is the goal right now for this particular game and the earnings that you can make from it?
4: I feel like you're always just trying to exceed the, the previous one. So, uh, you know, we have high hopes. We've set the pretty lofty expectations with the, with the previous two, um, but with the uh, support we've gotten from the fan base and the community here, I think that's what our expectations should be every year.
1: Last year, you were able to bring back some uh, familiar faces that aren't necessarily in Vegas anymore, like Nate Schmidt. Uh, will this year also have some of the featured players from the Knights that may have some, uh, you know, ties here to the city still?
4: Yeah, we're hoping to have a few of those guys back. Um, you know, Nate had an unbelievable catch last year, so we're hoping that he'll do the same thing for us this year. A couple of the guys spend a lot of their time in the summer, so uh, they're the first people we call and fortunate enough that they're they're always super excited to be able to play in this event and be able to support this great, great cause
1: when the Raiders came to get involved how did that come about was that you doing
4: honestly it is our team they they do such a great job they do all the the nitty gritty work behind the scenes and it's not just one night where this thing whole this whole thing comes together it's months and months of preparation and um, we're very fortunate that they they agreed to play and, and help uh, fund this great cause
1: And how for you does it feel to be able to kind of be the face of this event that you've put on? I mean, I know it means a lot to you and to the community as well.
4: Yeah, I'm super proud to be able to, um, do my part in this. It's, uh, it's something that I always wanted to be a part of giving back to the community is so important to me. And, um, you know, this community has made myself and my family feel like we're home here. So to be able to give back to the the kids and the, the families that need it most, I think there's no bigger calling.
1: And that'll do it for this episode of Takeaways Edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. Again, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Hit subscribe wherever you're checking in from and follow me on Twitter at Heidi Fang, as well as on Instagram. Thank you, everybody, so much for your time. Thanks again, everyone, so much for listening.